This program is not censored. Consider yourself warned. Want to advertise on this podcast? Email sponsorshiplollipop at gmail.com. Lights, camera, action. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Table Reads, the podcast where we take scripts that have never been filmed and read them so that you might experience the joy of terrible writing that Hollywood has tried to deny you. Your hosts on this tour of unproduced dreck are Sean McBee and me, Trevor Thompson, who have written enough terrible nonsense together and apart that it should keep this show running forever. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 20, can you even believe it? I cannot. Of Table Reads. Of what? Table Reads. That's, that's, what, that's what it sounds like when you uh, introduce the podcast while falling down a chasm. <laughs> that was the last thing you did. This is uh, I'll introduce that podcast if it's the last thing I do. And it, and it was. Yep. Uh, this is episode 5, uh, or part 5. It's episode 20, which is part five of Asylum, Batman versus Superman. Yes, folks. Yes. Which is a Batman versus Superman script, basically. From 2002. Because despite our opening having lights, camera, action, there were never any lights, camera, or action involved in the making of this. Let me just say, um, that little ding right before the lights, camera, action... <clears throat> sounds so much like when I get a, ch- a text message from a chick that every time I hear it, every time I get a, ch- a text message from a chick, I hear, I in my head, I, I'm, I'm like, lights, camera, action. You have a special text tone that you assign just to women? Absolutely. Well, women that I, not any, not just females, but, but women, that, women that you're are, interested in. Right, that there's a potential for, for betting. So... So basically, you've Pavloved yourself. So every time you hear that ding, you start to drool. Because that ding is associated with potential sex. Correct. I'm not ashamed of that. Are you, why are you looking at me I, like that? I'm just... I'm just uh, I love this music. It's good stuff, man. This is Hans Zimmer. So yeah, I like all of these other... Oh, this is Hans Zimmer? Mm-hmm. This is oh, the, this must be from one of the uh, Dark Knight ones. The Dark Knight, yes. Oh, there you go. And uh, th- this, uh, the soundtrack, by the way, for this episode and every episode is a uh, mix of... Um, every episode of this script. No. <laughs> yes, of this script is um, stuff from, uh, you know, Man of Steel, the Batman movies, the original Superman movies, the Batman versus... The Batman and Superman Adventures, the well, animated series. There is some stuff that I never sent you, because uh, it wasn't done downloading when I initially sent all this over. Um, uh, some Danny Elfman stuff. Do you see how fucking long this I've is? I've got more Danny Elfman stuff, though. That would be pretty cool. Including the animated series. That he that Danny Elfman did for the show? Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Um, I think, actually. That was an assumption, because there were, there were five... There were five uh, things. I think they. Ju- I think he just did the intro, a new Maybe. version of the intro. I could be wrong. Anyway, um, we have to uh, update the people on uh, what happened uh, last time we were here, Sean. If you recall. Yes, we do. So, previously on Table Reads, Batman had retired and found a woman and was settling down. Got married. And then she died. 
she was murdered by the Joker <laughs> on <laughs> on their honeymoon. Uh, I do, Batsy. Superman, meanwhile, stopped a terrorist bombing, um, and there was some guy wearing a mask of someone else. And we can't remember from the previous episode where that fucking mask comes from. Yeah. It's an, an evidence yeah, bag. Yeah, but he, he finds this, and he ends up with, with the evidence bag with the mask in it. Anyway, uh, he gets divorced from Lois, who is not in the script at all. There's just oh. a note from her. Yeah, they just mention her. Yeah, there's like a note like, well, came and got my shit. Bye. Uh, so he's now get, being all mopey in Smallville and reconnecting with Lana Lang. And they finally bang for the first time. Go, you guys. And Clark then takes that mask from that terrorist and like destroys it yeah. in his spaceship that he arrived to Earth in. And he's also feeling very not human. Um, he, uh, he he talks about feeling not human, and then Lana's like, you know what? We should go fuck. That'll make you feel human. Yeah. That's, that's literally what happened. He's yeah. like, I'm not one of you. And she's like, hey, come over here and stick your not human dick in my... Totally human pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it is kind of funny because, like, she, you know, if you remember her from Smallville, that's all she ever fucking did was offer... Yeah, but don't remember her from Smallville. That's the worst incarnation of that character. I'm um, in l- fact, you can, you can apply that to all Superman characters. Their worst incarnation is from Smallville. Even the man himself? Yes. I'll take Dean Kane over that shit any day. What's so bad, what's so bad about Dean Kane? The Cain? whole show... I mean, Dean Cain was the weakest Superman until Smallville. I liked him. Yeah, he was still the weakest. He could still be. He was going up against Christopher Reeves. So. He can still be really great and be not as great as the next one up. Um. So. Well, I guess George Reeves is. Uh, He's not all that great. Yeah. He was at the time, though. I mean, yeah. he was he was better than Kirk Allen. I've always said. So, uh... Kirk Allen, fuck off. You realize that Ben Affleck has now played sort of Superman and Batman. Why? Because he played George Reeves in Hollywoodland. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he converses himself. Or V himself, as the case may be. So, um, when we left off, the um, Batman had dug up the Joker's grave, only to find it empty. And then, uh... Do we remember why, Do we remember why he was digging up gra- the grave? Because he was making sure that he was still dead, because all evidence pointed to him having killed his wife. Oh, that's right, yeah. So then, um, he gets an alert from Robot Alfred that... There's something happening at some particular place in town, and Batman goes there. That particular place happens to be where they've memorialized and by the, way, the bat signal. And Joker and his two goons, who are called the Jeeves, um, have... Uh, There's a lot of robot butlers in this. Just the one. Yeah. Um, the jo- Joker and the Jeeves are stealing the bat signal for some reason. I am Alfred Pennyworth, human cyborg relations. 
we should read him as C-3PO from now on. All right, I'll do it. So, uh... They get in a big fight, and the Batmobile gets destroyed, and... Batman's, like, laying on the ground all hurt, and Joker is about to kill him, and the Jeeves stop him, which makes me believe that there's another force pulling the strings here. There is another. And that, uh, the Joker is pretty much a pawn, and his own henchmen are henching for him, but under the direction of another. Because they... did not allow the Joker to kill Batman when he had the chance. So Joker's working for somebody else in your theory. That's what I'm thinking. But that's where we are now. We yes. ended with the Joker taking off and leaving Batman there all hurt in the street. Defeated, actually, was the last word we read. And now we're going back to the Kent farm with cartoon music, apparently. Hold on, I gotta get the music right, buddy. Hold so... So from there, we're going to... Fade in. Oh, we should have done fade in at the very top of the show. Fade in. No, this works. Okay. Interior, Kent Farm. Kitchen. Dawn. Clark sits at the table. He's holding the detached sundial readout in his hand. That's from his spaceship people. All the sections are now lit. Hey, didn't you used to sleep? Lana has entered from upstairs, dressed, comes behind him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we were all thinking it. Laying hands on his shoulders and his cock. What's that? It's my cock. You, (laughs) you know my cock. The ship that brought me to Earth runs on kryptonite. That seems dangerous. That's really dumb. Well, I mean, I, I guess it makes sense. Our vehicles run on gasoline, which will totally kill us if we drink it or bathe in it with a spark nearby. But we can be around it without dying. That's true. Ooh, ooh. Um, some of our cities are powered by plutonium or uranium or whatever they use in nuclear reactors, and that'll kill us. Yeah. He's right, folks. Let this be a lesson to you. Um, Lana comes around the table to look at him. (laughs) Start her up. She automatically analyzes her own fuel type, like a car scanning to see if you put high test or regular in the tank. My car would hate me. I have a piece of evidence with kryptonite on it. I'm hoping my ship can recognize its subtype. Maybe I can link the kryptonite to some previous adversary. That's why you came back. Clark. But he's already getting up, pushing out through the screen door and onto the porch. Lana catches the door, follows. Exterior, Kent House, porch, dawn. The first hints of light illuminate ominous dark clouds gathering on the horizon. By the way, folks, that happens a lot in the directions. It gets really... Yeah, that line, completely unnecessary. Yeah. The first hints of light. It could say, Clark looks out at the sky, and then his line. Everything would be fine. Storm's coming. Oh my god, didn't they say that already in this fucking script? Lana says nothing. What's the price for heroics, Lana? Prevent a murder, and a murderer opens fire. Goes free. I can't see shit. Opens fire? That, that's not even a garbled line. What's the price for heroics, Lana? Prevent a murder, and a murderer go- goes free. 
save one life and and scores more may die and as a result. scores more may die as a result. Clark looks toward the barn. What if I don't go in there and reek the scan? Read. It says reek. It says read. I know what it doesn't say. I read it that way. God damn it. Now listen. What if I don't go in there and read the scan? What if I stopped interfering? Just stayed here in Smallville and lived a normal life? It's a really angsty Superman. I'm trying to read to the music. The sundial beeps. The last section now lit. Scan complete. I'm not human. I'm not human. Who am I to dispense justice to to humanity? God. When Lana's answer comes, there is a sadness to her smile. You're Superman. Clark just stares at her. Bitch, please. Last night, you pretended to be just Clark Kent. And I let you pretend. I let you pretend all night long. I let you pretend all over me. (laughs) I let you pretend things I pretended I didn't like to pretend. We we played we played slave master and the escaped slave girl. (laughs) Uh, Always a Kansas favorite. (laughs) Last night you pretended to be just Clark Kent and did not have AIDS. And I let you pretend. He, he would never have AIDS. He would have super AIDS. <laughs> it would be AIDS with a cape on it. And I, I let, let you pre- pretend. But you're not. You'll never be. Clark starts to speak, but she doesn't let him. Because she, she overpowers she him. him. <laughs> <laughs> you may be alien, Clark. I may be human, and, and that does make us different. But it's our blindness that makes us the same. Human, Kryptonian, none of us knows what our actions will bring. So we act in ignorance, every day, every hour, believing, despite all evidence to the contrary, that we can do some good. It's that belief that makes us common. It's our faith that makes us, that makes us humane. I think it's supposed to say human, but there is yeah. an E on that shit. <laughs> it's our faith that makes us not kill dogs. Lana moves that lock of hair from his forehead again. We do good because we believe in good. It's not that simple. Yes, it is. Ding! Good morning. (laughs) She leans in and kisses him softly on the mouth. I've got to get to the hospital early. You bit my tongue off. (laughs) I've got to get to the hospital. My vagina is inside out. (laughs) Early shift. She steps down off the porch. Don't think I'm being selfless. How long could you leave your answers forgotten on the kitchen table? She gestures to the sundial in his hand. How many cries for help ignored before you'd start to hate what you'd done? And me for letting you. She takes a last look at her first best love. How could you ever just sit back and let nature take its course? Knowing that you have a hundred lives, that you could save a hundred lives knowing that you could save just one. You can't be the man who comes home from a hard day with roses because your day never ends. That's lucky for the world. It's just unlucky for me and for you. I love you. Goodbye, Clark Kent. 
And with that, Lana turns to go beneath the darkening sky. Jeez, it actually says that. It says that. I didn't make that fucking shit up. Oh my god. Exterior, Victorian mansion, day. Somewhere upstate from Gotham, ornate fencing. Rusted razor wire surrounds what must have been a beautiful Victorian mansion. Once. Now abandoned. Windows boarded up. You know... Supervillains have a really good way of finding abandoned places that they can Crack just inhabit houses. and turn power and water onto with no fucking credit checks. I really just want to see a bad guy apply for a lease somewhere. That's a jet boot sketch. There we go. Um, interior, Victorian mansion, dining room, day. At the formal dining table... The Jeeves sit facing empty plates as Joker checks IV bottles running into their arms. You know, boys, too often we lose sight of what's really important. The simple moments, sitting down to dinner together as a family. Joker drums a feeding bottle with green fingernails. I just feel someone needed to say it, so why not me? Joker crosses the room to a serving table. On the wallpaper, Joker is dead, long live Joker, and he who laughs last. I can't even even describe the thrill I felt when I saw him again for the first time. The Jeeves watch him. One of their bottles gurgles. It was like a bolt of lightning through my body. Joker examines an array of Pyrex jars filled with colorful chemicals on the serving counter. Can you even begin to comprehend the in, the shame he felt, the humiliation, as he lay there, utterly defeated? <laughs> Joker lifts a hypo spray, fills it with red elixir. Think of it! His tortured soul, his boiling blood, his every thought consumed by fantasies of revenge. Joker injects the hissing ampule of red elixir into his arm, eyes rolling in pained ecstasy. More of Daddy's special formula makes the body ultra fast and extra strong. Joker lifts a jar of the red liquid, turns it in his hand. I don't think your able-bodied assistance has gone forgotten. Joker sets the red liquid down, now lifts a jar of black fluid marked with an innocuous yellow smiley face sticker. Yes, death would have been far too simple. I've been in the ground! I know. You were right to stop me. He has to suffer first. Joker crosses to the two of them, holding the jar behind his back so they can't see its deadly black contents. I admire. I have no idea what that says. It says, I admire your dedication to my cause. I admire your dedication to my cause. Your slavish... Obedience. Obedience to our, shall we say, higher power... I have only one question to ask. Joker has begun pouring the chemical into the Jeeves' IV bottles, making falling black clouds in the clear fluid that was red before. Oh no, that was his. Never mind. How dare you! The Jeeves look down at the black liquid hitting their arms. They grab for the tubes. Too late. Their faces are already starting to contort. 
Joker is suddenly calm again. You work for me. The Jeeves' stitches are tearing loose now, their mouths twisting upward into horrible, familiar death grins. Me. And only me. The Jeeves grins fix, eyes going wide, heads falling back. Until terminated. Joker jumps on the counter. Still, I must thank you, posthumously, of course. Were it not for your intrusive attentions... Is that what it is? Intent- yeah. Attentions? For, for were, it not, were it not for your intrusive attentions, I would not have... I would have lost my chance to savor his agony, to drink his tears, to clutch his misery in my hands, press it to my breast, cherish it. Joker shouts to the heavens, not just homicidal rage, but beneath the real horror of madness. <laughs> Oh, Bruce, I have your just reward. Listen, you can hear it coming. Listen. Joker closes his eyes, savoring the whispered thoughts. That gentle rustling, like leaves skittering across the sidewalk on an autumn day. Of your last gasp as you beg for your death. Interior, the Bat Cave Command Center slash lab. I, I'm I'm realizing that you actually cannot over overact to do the Joker. No, or at least not to do it the way Mark Hamill does it. Right. Did you know that when he does the the the, the voice, they do it with other actors? You know, it's like an, it's a session recording, like The Simpsons. But he's the only actor who stands. Hmm. Everyone else sits. And I think you would have to. Yeah. You. Ha- that's what he said. You. You can't do that voice sitting down. I think I'm going to have to stand. In the Batcave, command center slash lab, day. Batman stands at the comm of the Batcomputer. The main screen sectioned into flashing video images of the Joker. He's the nightmare I can't awaken from. Alfred stands watching, arms crossed, silent. Woman's voice off screen. You should have changed the locks. Batman spins to see a figure standing atop the access stairway. Dark hair, flowing trench coat. Barbara Gordon. What are you doing here? Barbara begins walking down the steps. I'd forgotten how big this place is. A little dusty, though. She's not a ghost. I thought she was a ghost. No, she's the commissioner. Oh, that's right. She was at the wedding. I'm watching Gotham. She's, like, dead and alive. She's not in it. She's not in Gotham? She's not in Gotham. Okay. That's Barbara Kane. Yeah, I know. And then they... Kane. Kane. It's Kane. It's Kane, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Barbara Gordon doesn't exist. Because she's... Yet. Yeah. She's probably going to be Lee Tompkins' daughter. Ugh. Where were we? I'd forgotten how big this place is. A little dusty, though. You want to reread that not as a ghost? Yeah. I'll do it as Dracula instead of a ghost. I'd forgotten how big this place is. A little dusty, though. I'll ask you again. No, Bruce. That's what I'm here to ask you. She takes a folded paper from under her arm, drops it onto the comm. Headline close. Batman fights Joker. Midnight mayhem. Four buildings destroyed in the last two days. 
15 criminals in the hospital, six on the critical list. More than anyone, you know what these freaks are capable of. They're not what scares me. Spare me the melodrama. Barbara walks to the edge of the platform. Computer, activate display lights. As you wish, it was Alfred. A series of display kite, display case display lights. Display kikes? Yes. You know, you gotta take your Jews and just put them in, in the cases. They hold things up for you on display. And A series of display case lights flicker into life. Bruce shoots Alfred a sharp look. Bart, a sharp look Barbara catches. Bruce shoots Alfred a sharp look that Barbara catches. There's not room for the word that. That's why it was confusing me. Okay. Don't be angry with him. You programmed him to respond to my voice. You used to like my voice, remember? Barbara is walking the cases, and the first two are older Batman costumes. Next to them stands a sleek female version. I'm flattered you kept it. But it is at the last two cases where she stops. One houses the familiar yellow and green of the Robin costume. The next, the black and red of the Nightwing gear. Do you remember how happy he was to get out of those tights? This one made him look so handsome. You're right. He was handsome. (laughs) (laughs) Those legs. (laughs) You're right. She glances up at him. I should have changed the locks. This is exactly what happened last time. Batman says nothing. After Dick died, how many did you almost kill? If I hadn't pulled you off Two-Face, what would you have done to him? You were becoming one of them. What should I do, Barbara? Hope your boys in blue catch him? Bruce. He murdered my wife. Yes, he did. And I am sorry. But look. Look at you. But look at you now. Down in the shadows. Look at you down in the shadows, talking to a ghost, which I was earlier. (laughs) (laughs) She swings her hand toward Alfred and it passes through his head. He stands entirely stoic, unperturbed. (laughs) Plotting revenge. I know what the dark does. Inside. We both do. He's killing you, too. You don't understand what it's like to lose. Don't I? What about my father? What about you? Batman opens his mouth to speak, closes it again. You know, like a fish. (laughs) He's fish man. That mask doesn't give you the right to kill. You will not cut a path of blood through my city. Stay out of my way, Barbara. Or what? She turns to face him, looking into his eyes, taking measure. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is what you want. What you've always wanted. Another excuse to hurt someone. Another call to violence to cause so much pain that you don't have to feel your own. She okay. opened palms his chest. Apparently che- they're fucking fighting now. <laughs> she opened palms his chest plate hard. Maybe the monster's in here. Is that all, Commissioner Gordon? Because if so, I have work to do. A beat. <clears throat> then she turns and walks toward the stairs. Enough with the fucking voice, Bruce. <laughs> Stop yourself, Bruce, before someone else has to. And with that, she is gone. What's happening to me, Alfred? Perhaps, sir, this is a question better asked of the living. Just then... R2-D2, where are you? (laughs) Just then, a flock of bats flies upward from the darkness, shrieking, dispersing everywhere at once. 
Yes. Okay. That's a pointless aside. Interior Kent House. It's literally a scene changer. It's yeah. a transition. Interior Kent House. Living room. Day. Storm. Bats fly through the Kent House. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ooh. how you do a transition. Okay. Who can I do for the newscaster's voice? What's a good There's news- a newscaster? I haven't even read that far. Yeah, but what, what can I do? Um, Ted Knight. I can't do Ted Knight. I would love to be able to do Ted Knight. Um, do a, a, a Phil Hartman. Ooh, I could do Phil Hartman. I could do a Phil Hartman type. Yeah, that's why I said a uh, Phil Hartman. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, I end up just like him. Uh, storm, dark, over, wind howls, rain sheets the window. A newscaster is heard from a transistor window on the sill. Today, a thunderstorm warnings for much of the Great Plains. That's uh, Phil Hartman. Shut up. <laughs> Over. Thunder. Wind slams the screen door. Again. And again. And again. The empty room is illuminated by lightning. A tornado watch has been issued for the following com- counties. Norton. Graham. Graham Norton? Really? Right. Yeah. Graham Norton. <laughs> Norton. Norton. Ralph. <laughs> Hold on the glowing sundial. Sitting on the table, forgotten. Exterior, Smallville, late afternoon, storm. Cars, bundles hastily tied to roof racks, are streaming out of town. Clark walks the dark, pouring rain against the traffic. Clark passes a car pulled on the shoulder. Two men trying to shoulder it back onto the road, wheels spinning in the mud. Hey, buddy, can you give us a hand? But Clark just keeps walking like a dick. He passes a young woman shrieking hysterically for her son. Help me! Somebody! I can't find my boy! Somebody help me! Please! But Clark just keeps walking against the columns of slowly moving lights deeper into the darkness. Isn't this from like Superman 4? A man on a mission. Isn't this that scene from Superman where he he has to sort of fake fight himself where he makes it fights? That's three. That's not the one with Richard Pryor. That is the one with Richard Pryor. Oh, okay. Which one is four? That's uh, the quest for for peace where he throws the nukes into the sun. Right. And okay. uh, creates Nuclear Man. A man who... That's right. Nuclear Man. I forgot all Whose that. power comes from the same sun that gives Superman his powers. And yet, when he uses his sun powers on Superman, it weakens him instead of making him stronger. That was a bad movie. That movie was so batshit. Like, that movie was... All and that's what the... happens when you give actors too much creative control. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that movie was, uh, at the core of it, um, the idea of Christopher Reeve. Well, the same thing happened with uh, with Star Trek and the Star Trek series. The one that fucking Shatner directed and wrote was the most batshit insane. Which one was that? That's the one where um, where Uhura has a fucking Which n- one? nude scene. Um, the, I think it's The Voyage Home. I could be wrong, though. That was the one where they go back in time to the 80s. No, yeah, but that might be, it's either that one or it's, That was my favorite as a kid. Yeah, of course. I love seeing Spock on a bus like yeah. putting out the guy with the boombox. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 a fucking hilarious movie, but it's not a good Star Trek movie. I saw um total aside, sorry for derailing this everybody, but um I was watching some videos online yesterday and I told you I watched the uh um, seven things you probably didn't know about the Goonies. Right. And it started showing the Cindy Lauper Goonies video. Oh, yeah. Which one? There was a couple. I don't know. But uh, 
you know, it's Cindy Lauper singing, and I got like really, like, emotional. Yeah, sort of. Like I got emotional. I was like, oh man, I really miss the eighties. The eighties were just so fucking. <laughs> it was great. just that fucking one video. It was like just, that made you just seeing Cindy Lauper singing. Sean, how many times have you watched like the Huey Lewis and the News? No, 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 no. Cindy Lauper is the most eighties thing in the universe. Oh no doubt, but I'm saying what Cindy Lauper is like. If you took the eighties and you fucking boiled it and reduced it down to like an, an extract. It, you would have Cindy Lauper. We need to do that. That'll be a good video series. We need to figure out the most 80s movie of the 80s. Hold on, though. The point is that, like, it made me really kind of sad that I, that I couldn't, that I, that I wasn't old enough to really appreciate the batshit insanity of the <laughs> 80s that I was living through. Nobody was. You never appreciate the time that you're in for what it is, really. You know, it would just be great to, like, go on a time vacation. Oh, yeah. And just, like, right now, just go back in time and just hang out in the 80s for a while. It would be fantastic. Dude, we would totally fucking... I wouldn't like, want to live there, because no, I no. need the internet. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, we, we would end up doing, like, Biff. We would get, like, some... We would go back there with knowledge from the future and, like... No, no, Apple. I would just want... I would just really want to... Uh, Apple was invented in the 70s, I'm asking. I'm saying, you, like, you would invent something that Apple did, like the iphone or fucking windows or something. do you know actually uh going back in time doesn't actually give me the engineering know-how to create something that i like now okay fine then kill hitler in the in 80s, the 80s. <laughs> uh anyway uh it would be great to just vacation in the 80s and just like fucking experience it firsthand for real yeah that's true of any decade if you're white if you're white yes yeah. all right we're gonna go Where back the into the fuck uh, were we uh, oh, Clark Kent's a dick. A man on a mission. Interior, Lana's house. Late afternoon. This is afternoon music. Thunder cracks. Lana is battening storm hatches. Storm shutters. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the word battening, and my, my mouth automatically said hatches. Yeah, of course, because what else? <laughs> the, Lana is The only thing to ever be battened are hatches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In fact, if you sold hatches, you would yell at your fucking clerk, be like, you haven't battened these yet. We have to have them on display. Thunder cracks. Lana is battening storm shutters. The lights flicker. This is battening music. Outside, the sky has closed. Night black. <laughs> Lana goes to the window. The lights flickering again. Now going out entirely. See what she sees. <laughs> so nothing just black the shittiest directions ever in the script outside a single figure stands in the yard illuminated by lightning drenched by the torrential rain is he coming to murder her i hope so because if you look at this scene like him just like going past people begging for help like determined look on his face and then he's in her yard staring at her <laughs> like a he's psycho. come to fucking murder her i hope so i really do hope so you took my super virginity <laughs> now you die i want it back and she's just like um, she's just like look just don't fuck anybody for 30 years it grows back exterior lang yard continuous clark stands lang yard is that what you said yeah okay not ted lang's yard clark stands staring at lana to his right, maybe a mile off, the dark demon of the tornado can now be seen what? ripping through cornfields. The dark demon of the tornado. Yeah. Ugh. How about just 
a monstrous tornado can now be seen ripping through cornfields. How about the Cloverfield monster? Just fucking so like put something in our heads that we know what it looks like. Godzilla is yeah. heading their way. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I wish I could still I wish I could still do that, by the way, what you just did. I always have to cough after. I can't even do it. Watch. Oh, you're old. <laughs> no, I smoke myself. <clears throat> oh yeah. Uh, Dark Demon of the Tornado can be seen ripping through cornfields, heading toward the lights of Smallville. So, I'm guessing that he's going to go stop that tornado, but first, he's going to let it rip up those cornfields so that those farmers are fucking ruined financially for the whole year. Yeah. He's fucking a dick. Yeah, this is the beginning of, of Zack Snyder's Superman. Yeah. Where everybody's a dick in, the, in that universe. Um, staring at Lana. Just okay. So there's a tornado over here heading their way, and he's just staring at her. Like, man, I should have fingered her first, and then like you know, gone in around the like he's thinking his fucking strategy over again. He's like, oh man, I shut up. I broke her asshole. Uh, heading towards the lights of Smallville. Interior Lana's house continuous. Lana holds his eyes because they fall out (laughs) because he stared at her for so long. She can see the tornado behind him now. Wait, wasn't it to his right? Script is all yeah, over to his right, maybe a mile off. Now it's behind him. The script is all over the map. Heading away, her house spared. The twister... Oh, I guess it's made a left-hand turn. Her house spared. The twister hungry for the richer terrain of the small and helpless city beyond. Hmm. Exterior, Langyard, continuous. The tornado is raging behind him. Fires and debris exploding upward in distant plumes. Yeah, we know Still, what tornadoes look like. Clark holds her gaze, unmoving. So basically, that whole speech she gave, like, how could you give up while even one person dies? He's like, look at me, giving up while all these people die. Watch me. Watch me let them die. Because I, I got a divorce, and then I had sex with you. So this is where I am now from this. Here's some music for that fucking emotion. Um, He drops his head. Interior. Lana's house. Continuous. It's the laying yard, but Lana's house. She must share the yard with other Langs. Yeah. Artie Lang. That have their own houses. Ted Lang. Lana almost smiles. Her eyes shining with tears. Why is she almost smiling? I hate these direction exterior lanyard continuous slow motion we get to be an old wife and farmer stop reading ahead why don't interrupt me to tell me what we're gonna be shut up exterior lanyard continuous slow motion clark lifts his head in slow motion yeah it's in the slow we got that lit by lightning rain steaming off him and that should be streaming i think but there's no r Streaming off him in rivulets. What's well, steaming? Eyes hitting him so far now. Eyes burning. Interior, Lana's house. Continuous, double cut. I don't know what that means. I've never seen that. Lana sees him. His head whipping up impossibly fast. Arms going over his head like a winged prayer. And he is gone. Exterior, storm skies. Seconds later, Clark shoots straight into the blackened sky. Glasses whipping off in... Yeah, glasses whipping off in sheer, higher, faster wind, literally tearing off his clothes to reveal Superman! (laughs) Exterior, Smallville farmland, day. A roaring tornado tears across sprawling fields of wheat and corn. 
It hurtles debris, cutting a swath of destruction as it rages toward a nearby roadway. There's an old 4x4 truck speeding down the road, heading for town, but the tornado's closing fast. An old farmer drives, fearful. His old wife is the passenger. Their dog is in the back seat, barking at the tornado out of the rear window. His wife... His wife, old wife, looks back, frantic. It's coming, Frank. It's coming. I'm driving as fast as I can go. Dear, I don't think that's going to be fast enough. Old farmer stops, turns to his wife. All the time with the nagging. Your whole goddamn life. Just nagging. I can't make the truck faster just because the tornado is going a certain it, speed. Don't you get you fucking stupid bitch. You be know, if we survive this, you, I'm going to divorce you and we, marry your sister. If we survive this, I'm going to take you. Oh, we did survive. We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that feller in the blue? Like they, their anger just fucking makes him drive faster. <laughs> Somehow the truck magically moves quicker. Um, sorry for the old th- farmer ducks to check the. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I, uh, I, I mean, I made shit up. I said he stopped the truck and shit. Yeah. Um, old farmer ducks to check. Oh, here it is. The old farmer. Ducks to check the rearview mirror, worried. Who ducks to look at their rearview mirror? Your rearview mirror is in the wrong place. If you, yeah, if you, I don't know. Uh, me neither. Out the rear window, the funnel looms larger, closer. Its shadow darkening the truck's interior. The dog keeps barking. The side mirror says objects in rearview mirror may be closer than they appear. Because they all say that. You don't need to tell us that. No, it's that great shot from Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I love that right. shot. That is a great shot. Old Farmer bends forward. Parodied very well in Toy Story. Willing the truck to go faster. Must De- go faster. Debris. Must go faster. Shut up. Debris begins to rain down on the road ahead. Must go faster. Old Farmer reaches to clutch his wife's hand. Love you, Joni. I love you, Frank. <laughs> Debris pounds down. He wraps an arm around her. The dog lets out a yelp. The windshield cracks. Old wife screams. Scream. <laughs> Hold on! The truck begins to lift as the tornado sweeps them into the maelstrom. The world outside turning, upending horribly. An old woman on a broomstick screeches by. Suddenly, the truck jars as if struck and somehow impossibly rights itself, steadying as the horizon returns horizontal. The truck's still flying, though, moving away from the disaster, leaving the tornado behind. I love how he phrases this as if we, the audience, have no idea how this is happening. Yeah, it's beyond our understanding. Exterior bridge, day. Superman flies down, carrying the truck. He's above, holding it by its roof rack, so he's not seen by the old farmer or old wife inside, nor by their dog, for that matter. Because, you know, he's Superman, and it's very important that he maintain his anonymity <laughs> as the most famous person on the planet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to save a life, but at this point, I, I just want to be modest. Yeah. Nor by their dog, for that matter. Superman gently places the truck down beneath his this rusty bridge, providing meager shelter from the storm. Superman rises away, glancing back, flying off. In the truck, 
old farmer and old wife still hold each other. Finally daring to open their eyes, disoriented, uncertain. Sweet Lord, what happened? I'm... I'm not sure. Are we dead? This is heaven? God, that's fucking terrible. Old farmer and old wife lean forward together, peering out at the dripping underside of the bridge. Looks like Kansas, Toto. The dog pops up from his hiding place and back, barks. She didn't say Toto. She didn't. Exterior, edge of Smallville, day. The twister roars on, ripping up telephone poles, transformers exploding. (laughs) It's throwing (laughs) cars, devouring pavement, heading towards exterior, Smallville, Main Street, day. Oh my God, no, they didn't. They did. On the sidewalk, a father rushes with two sons toward the slamming door of the public storm shelters. I hate this script now. A boy glances up. Oh, God, I see. I'm not doing it. Look, Daddy. It's a bird. Is it? I don't remember who it was, but there was a comedian who was talking about the whole it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman thing. And was like, this is on Twitter. And was like, what the fuck were those first two guys so excited about? Yeah. Oh, look, a bird. No, it's a plane. Yeah, it's a pretty big fucking bird if you're mistaking it for a plane. And I and, I, and you know what? I'm I'm we're, I'm. You know I'm, what? Let's when we when we go out for lunch later, let's just randomly go look up in the sky. It's a bird, and see if anyone thinks that's normal. Yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna do it. Look, Daddy, it's a bird. No, it's a. Nope. Oh, it is a Two bird. women are trying to get their Razorbacks into a Volvo. What's a Razorback? One dog begins barking it's excitedly of, at something a, in the sky. A Razorback is a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, is that a plane? A vendor hastily slams the store grate closed, looks nervously over his shoulder. Something catches his eye. It's Superman! No, it's a... It's Superman. A red and blue streak cuts straight at the tornado. Superman begins soaring around the tornado. They thought a red and blue streak was a plane? Circling it clockwise, battling the counterclockwise twist of the tornado's 400-mile-per-hour winds. But he goes too fast. The entire Earth begins turning backwards. Lois is unavalanched. Oh, wait. We've seen this before. Um, Battling the counterclockwise twist of the tornado's 400-mile-per-hour winds. Superman... Uh, disappears, blur of motion, forming his own blue-red whirlwind, a tornado within the tornado, in the opposite direction. With an animalistic shriek from the vortex, Superman is thrown, hurtling across the sky, spinning out of control until he holds his arms out, slowing, riding himself, turning to look as the tornado is dying from the ground up. Twisting arms of wind, faltering, eddying like ghostly tendrils. Fuck your ghostly tendrils! God damn it! Swirling to nothingness. A golden shaft of sunlight shines down because when you get rid of a tornado, all the clouds Mm -hmm. for a 20-mile radius also dissipate. They just swoop up into the sky like fucking gozer. A golden shaft of sunlight shines down upon Smallville like a blessing bestowed, a vision of heaven on earth. Except for all the wreckage and death in its wake. That can't be a vision of heaven on earth. Here, let me illuminate all the death. It is if if you're Zack Snyder. Exterior, Lana's house, afternoon. 
The last clouds are clearing, dappling sunlight, dappled sunlight illuminating the front porch. Lana emerges from inside. Hold on her puzzled expression. Wait, where did I get puzzled? Hold on her expression now. You just assumed. I guess. Go- oh, going from puzzlement to smiling wonder. Pull back to reveal the porch is covered with roses. Hundreds of roses. Because remember, she said you're not the guy that brings ho- roses home from yeah, right. the end of the day because so, your day never ends. Exterior, Kent Farm, after the storm. Barn doors stand open in the golden light. <clears throat> Interior, Kent Barn, after storm, seconds later. Track across the floor to the open pit to find Clark fitting the sundial readout back into the ship's hull. Clark. Oh, it's this, this music appropriate. Display fuel fingerprint. Identify kryptonite. Processing request. Data follows. Push in on Clark as he stares at the scrolling readout. No. Exterior, Metropolis Maximum Security Prison. Day. Sun breaks off a monolithic windowless building. A tornado approach. Oh, sorry. Interior, Metropolis Prison. Day. Superman walks the corridor. Why would you ever? You can fly. (laughs) Paced by the warden on one side. On the other, a lawyer wearing a Coke bottle glasses. Mm. The terms of my client's... Forbid any direct human... Oh, I guess the terms of my client's sentencing forbid any direct human contact. Ah, that won't be a problem. If the conditions of incarceration are to be violated, then I demand Mr. Luther's rights to renegotiate certain privileges. They have come to a metal door, flanked by two uniformed guards. Superman turns to face the attorney. Walk away. I must insist... I said, walk away. The beat lasts. The lawyer lowers his head. The warden uses a key card, takes a retinal scan, gears turn, a seal hisses. I guess I don't have to tell you to be careful. Door locks click. The thick steel door hisses open. It doesn't make sense to put Lex Luthor in this kind of security. He doesn't have superpowers. He's no. just bald. He's not dangerous. He's not dangerous when he's just by himself in a room, really. I mean, you could put him in a soundproof room so he can't use his intellect to manipulate people. Right. But he doesn't need to be, like, locked up like he's doomsday. Right, yeah. Interior, Metropolis Prison, security cell, continuous, stark, no windows, bolted furniture, TV set in the wall. We see only the outline of the prisoner seated in the darkness. (sighs) He shouldn't have a TV. That's, I mean, you're going to lock him up and then give Give him him a a key to the outside world? That that receives signals, so could potentially, with his intelligence, as it's somehow sometimes portrayed, be able to use it to broadcast. Yes. These people are stupid. Prisoner's deep voice. You've been strangely absent from the news these last few days. Have you been away, Kal-El? Hello, Lex. Long, dark night of the soul. Is this music a little too romantic? No. Really? No. They're, they've totally got a, a, a foe-mance going on. Right. F-O-E-mance. Got it. The prisoner's fingernails. Why? He just called him Lex. Why? It's still referring to him as the prisoner. 
The prisoner's long, sharpened nails reached to turn on a lamp by its dimmer. It really shouldn't even say prisoner's deep voice. It should say Lex V-O-O-S. Yeah. A lamp by its dimmer, slowly illuminating a handsome man in prison fatigues, his head completely bald. Lex Luthor. I imagine you're here about this business with Batman. What were you thinking, Lex? Why would you think that? Why would you think that? Whenever someone acts in ways you find disagreeable, you assume I'm involved. Are you? Luther smiles. <clears throat> a slight, a sight to chill your bones. No. Then tell me something. Almost anything. I don't like this music. Sorry. How would a terrorist get his hands on kryptonite? Not as hard to come by as in the old days. More's the pity. With the same radiation signature as the kryptonite bomb you detonated in orbit? Well, I can hardly keep track of my toys when I'm pulled from the playpen, now can I? But you don't seem surprised. Surprised that someone wishes to harm you would seem insincere. Who are you working with, Lex? Who has access to your materials? Now, why would I tell you when I wouldn't tell those oh-so-persuasive fellows from Metro PD? Because I'm asking you for a personal favor? Because I'm asking you for a personal favor. Lex stares at him a beat, then he smiles. And in return... What would you like? Lex stares at him a beat, then... Exactly the same fuck... uh, Ten minutes with my lawyer. In my cell. Unsupervised. I have affairs I wish to put in order. Superman takes a beat, then... Done. All right, Kal-El, but you won't like what you hear. Lex stands. He is taller, more powerful than we might have expected. A worthy foe. No, 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 because if he punches Superman in his balls, Mm. he's going to break his hand. Yep. Not even a little bit. The project was called Achilles. Uh, Sorry. The project was called Achilles heel. Their designation, not mine, as it reflects a rather pedestrian understanding of the classics. I'm listening. Its purpose was simple, to gather and enhance kryptonite in order to create a bomb. A bomb that, when detonated in orbit, would make the Earth lethal for Superman. Superman just stares at him. My employer was the United States Department of Defense. You're lying. Don't insult me, Kal-El. Our government wanted a kryptonite bomb. You wanted it for the day you woke up and decided it was truth, justice, and some other way. That's the real reason I'm in here, Superman. Because I tried to be rid of you before they were ready. Superman continues to stare. Poor Superman. So naive. You'll never really understand us. I have nothing against you. It is your paternalistic meddling I despise. You may have pulled the others along in your tide of self-delusion, 
but I know what you really are. You're an alien invasion of one, here to rob us of our destiny. Destiny? To destroy each other? To terrorize and murder? Yes! And worse if need be! To march ourselves to the brink of annihilation and beyond. Or, if we are noble enough, to choose a better course. To become what we were destined to become. Creatures wrought in our own image, not in yours. Who gave you the right to be our god? My daddy. <laughs> he sent me here. This is a manipulation, Lex. Yes. Of course. That doesn't make it not true. <clears throat> Somehow, you're trying to pit Batman and me against each other. I don't get what in the script could have led you to that conclusion. <laughs> I literally see no connection between your storylines. You know what? At all. I'm sorry, Luther. Uh, I just realized I didn't get today's sides. I got here late, you know. No, seriously, seriously. Having read, we're on page yeah, 78. There's not anything to indicate that they want to be pitted to get nothing. What, what brings him to this conclusion? Well, it's a, and also, I'll also, I'll tell you, I, there's actually an answer if you seek it. It's right in front of your face. Look at the page number, seventy-nine of one twenty. It hasn't happened yet, so it has to happen now. Yeah, that's why it's there. Literally, um, <laughs> though I have to say, credit where it's due. At least this Superman recognized that. Yeah, even without yeah. any evidence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, at least he acknowledges it. And there's no reason to acknowledge it because it actually hasn't happened. <laughs> Whereas in Batman v Superman, um, both characters are completely oblivious that they're being completely manipulated all the time. And, um, and Lex manages to convince Batman that he needs to murder Superman by sending him newspaper clippings. Yeah. Like, that movie's... <laughs> Just the fucking worst. The worst! That's a bad movie. I'm the best detective on the planet. I'm gonna murder that guy because someone sent me some newspapers with stuff written on them. Ooh! That guy should be murder dead. Murder dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's the kind of dead where you've been Can murdered. you read your Superman line again? Uh, Somehow you're trying. Okay. Somehow you're trying to pit Batman and me against each other. No, Superman. Your mere presence on this planet has done that. I have not enjoyed... I have not enjoined Batman to slay the interloper. But if he does now, how I will applaud. Lex shakes his head. Pity poor Grendel. He never knew the... He never knew he... Oh, he never knew he was the monster, even as he died. Batman is the harbinger of things to come. Luther turns into the darkness. Eventually, we will all turn against you. One day, I will see a world without Superman. One day soon. Pull back to reveal. Interior, Batcave, night. Batman throws darts at a poster of Superman. <laughs> The wall monitors form a single image, a surveillance angle of Superman and Lex Luthor's cell. Bruce turns to Alfred. Hack Langley, 
Get me everything you can find on Project Achilles' Heel. We should wrap up soon. Exterior, Joker's Victorian Mansion, night. Jeeves 1 stands on the roof, releasing the sizable toy zeppelins one by one, propellers whirring. Each airship is naturally adorned on both sides with Joker's grinning visage. Here, boy, come and play. Is this a new Jeeves 1? Because yeah, he, they got rid of the other one. He murdered the other ones. Yeah. Big. Play dead. The wind carries the many Joker Zeppelins off in a line, higher into the star-bright evening. Oh, wow. That was perfect. You want to wrap up? Well, we'll go down to the, uh, just before the Metropolis slug line at the bottom of this page. Okay. Wait, the Metropolis slug line? Oh, it's street. Okay, gotcha. Um, exterior, Gotham, overview, night. Gotham City stands, as always, sinister against the night. Interior, Gotham office building, night. On a high floor of offices, a yawning cleaning lady... Runs her vacuum back and forth. Outside floor-to-ceiling windows, leaflets begin to fall, spinning and flapping from above. Cleaning lady walks over, curious, pressing her face against the glass as hundreds of leaflets flutter down. Exterior, above Gotham, night. Gondolas beneath the Joker Zeppelins open, releasing leaflets by by the ream over the city. On Gotham streets, night. The leaflets of pedestrian people begin catching them, picking them up, reading them. Exterior, above Metropolis, night. Metropolis gleams as ever beautifully. Joker, oh, we're going to have to keep going longer than I thought. I didn't realize he was doing this in Metropolis also. Shit, I got to pee. Metropolis gleams as ever beautifully. Joker zeppelins drop more leaflets from skyscraper heights. Interior, Daily Planet newsroom, night. At desk after desk, all computers are on, though only a few reporters toil at this hour. A cartoon Joker face pops up on one screen, and then on another, and another, until the cartoon Joker's on every screen, giving an endless braying... (laughs) It was in the direction, so I had to read it. I'm not going to be able to do Joker without pissing first. Shall I continue doing Joker? If you want to. Okay. Hello, everybody! My name's Joker! Sorry I had to overwrite your hard drives, but have I got news for you! Exterior, Metropolis Street, night. Pedestrians hurry to work. Some stop to watch as, in a display window, a reporter speaks from many televisions. Called the Joker Worm has infected thousands of computers, announcing Joker's challenge to the Batman of Gotham City. Nearby, a policeman reads a leaflet to his partner. We only glimpse the leaflet, which looks like an old boxing poster with tintype pictures of Batman and Joker's faces. The main event. Interior, office elevator, metropolis, day. One woman reads a leaflet to everyone in the elevator. 4 a.m., the hour of nightmares. Interior, MTA, bus, in motion, day. One passenger excitedly reads to the other passengers. Friday the 13th, Joker versus Batman. 
Interior, the Daily Planet, Newsroom, Day. Perry White reads to the jostling staff around him. To the death in Metropolis, looks around. Where the hell is Kent? Close on the leaflet. <laughs> Kent's been gone for like a week, and now he's like, where the hell is Kent? Close on the leaflet, Joker's face as thunk, a small razor batarang embeds between Joker's eyes. We are interior, the Batcave, command center lab, night. Batman stands, looking to where he flung the batarang. Son? Bruce turns to find Alfred standing right behind him. What did you say? Sir? Nothing. Never mind. What is it? I have confirmed the project's existence and its location and the rebel base. <laughs> I think that's a good place to stop. You want to stop there? Let's stop there. Okay. Oh, I'm new to this, folks. This is a new bit for us here, so we'll be uh, we'll be right back after this. Fade out. Well, Sean, I thought we would be done with the script, and no yeah, you said luck. you said you thought we could finish in one more. I was like, we're only halfway uh, through it. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. I was being optimistic. Um, it's a good script, though. Yeah, there was some stuff uh, in this last bit that was uh, I can't remember what I was thinking about it, but uh, oh, 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 uh, the Batman versus Superman thing. Um, I don't I'm, I'm really not getting why Superman Thinks he's trying to pit Batman against Superman Yeah he, There's no evidence of this Like nothing indicates this at all The first time that there's any mention of it Was just a little while ago And why is Batman spying on Lex Luthor's Cell That doesn't make any sense either And they didn't set anything up Yeah I mean that Before that All of that just came fucking straight out of left field that's a sports metaphor that I've never understood. Because well, I, I don't know sports. Okay, well, it's a baseball thing. Straight out of left field means... I mean, were people do people not watch left field? So if the ball comes from over there, they have no idea? That's the thing I actually... Also don't understand no, the no, metaphor? No, I've never... My, my little league coach said he didn't understand it either because it really means straight to left field. Meaning that if someone, you know, hits the ball, if you're out in left field, you're out there because you're not the best player. And it, the ball rarely goes over there. So straight to left field is a big thing where it's like out, out of nowhere, it just comes to you, even though you're out in, in left field, thinking you're never going to get a ball. And you're but the phrase is straight out of left field. I know. Anyway, uh, all that shit came from nowhere. And to, nope. and to know no where setup. it will return. Batman is investigating the Joker's death. Unless, ooh, ooh, unless, or not the Joker's death, but the Joker. He's going after the Joker for killing his wife. And his name's Jack Napier in this, by the way. Yes, or was. So unless, unless Lex tricked Superman into dressing up as the Joker and murdering Batman's wife and then fighting Batman, um... 
Which would only work on um, Pete Holmes' Batman, by the way. That's the only way you could do that, yeah. and, and effectively. <laughs> oh, little guys having a sleep. <laughs> Poor guy, little tuckered out. <laughs> <laughs> you think he? You think he's sleeping right now? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um. So yeah, that's that's really disappointing me right now. Superman, <laughs> Superman is just like. You're trying to make me and Batman fight. And Lex is like, Yeah. What? What? Yeah, why am I doing that? I don't know. Why do you think that? Yeah, what, literally, like, what makes you think that? <laughs> It'd be great if Lex heard that and just said, Uh, what the actual fuck? <laughs> I don't. Are you just guessing things? <laughs> Randomly? <laughs> What's your plan? Are you going to poison the water system? No. Are you going to make me and Batman fight? Yes. No. no. Are you going to turn all the sidewalks to lava? What are you doing? What is this? (laughs) The sidewalk lava plan actually has legs, I think. (laughs) Lava legs. (laughs) I've been doing my own investigation, and I've determined that you're going to turn grass into gold. What? There's a lady who who's told all that is grass is gold. So uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, remember, we're on every Tuesday. Uh, on we're not on. You we can we post whenever. we post every Tuesday. You can go to iTunes and subscribe to make sure that it ends up in your iTunes uh, podcasting section there every Tuesday. Um, promptly in the morning. So uh, my goal is to have it posted in time for you to listen on your morning commute if you should so wish. You can also visit our brand new, um, as of (laughs) eight weeks ago, at the time of this posting, um, but like four days ago for me, uh, brand new website, uh, uh, tablereadspodcast.com. If you go to tablereads.com, why did you do that? I didn't do it on purpose. If you go to tablereads.com, you won't find some other jackasses table reads uh, project. Um, you'll just find this jackasses table reads. No, no, tablereads.com. Oh. You'll just you'll just find that someone has registered tablereads.com that isn't me um, and is doing absolutely nothing with it. Um, and you know it's not me because they did it through GoDaddy. And my, my <laughs> and if, if GoDaddy wanted to sponsor us. Our sponsorship would go, GoDaddy, stay far away. Far, far away. They're the fucking devil. Use anyone else. That's actually, GoDaddy. That's a direct quote, by the way. From the- <laughs> um, so, yes, GoDaddy's more than welcome to give us money for us to tell everyone that they're terrible and should be avoided at all costs. In fact, they're welcome to give us money for any reason whatsoever. Except to say good things about them. I won't do it for nope. any amount of money. No. Nope. So, uh, our website, actually, tablereadspodcast.com. That's uh, tablereads with an S, podcast.com. And uh, in addition to these actual episodes, we'll, we'll have some bonus material up there now and again. Yeah. Uh, we haven't decided exactly what yet, but almost certainly we'll post the actual scripts. Um, and we're going to be introducing some video content before too long. Yep. Um, and, and I that, know we promised that last week, but... And we're going to continue to keep promising it. But that hasn't been a week ago to us. That was no. an hour ago to us. <laughs> so we're, we're doing multiple episodes in one day. That's right. Multitasking. 
multi-podcasting. Multicasting. Multicasting. There you go. All right. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. (laughs) Fuck. Cut to black.